The Redwood Belt is a little over 400 miles long, 25 miles wide, goes inside Oregon, goes all the way down to southern Monterey County. Only 5% is old growth, but 95% of the Redwood Forest has regenerated. The cathedral trees saving the Redwood, the metaphors are almost all religious because they inspire us in almost a religious way. I'm Sandy Lydon, uh, historian emeritus at Cabrillo College, and I'm really interested in the place where humans and the trees come together. We are in Henry Cowell State Park within this wondrous place of mixed stands, you've got dug firs, you've got tan oaks, you've got a lot of different kinds of trees. Plus, as an added bonus, we have these mysterious albino redwood trees that grow down at the foot of the trees. These little ghosts of the forest, these phantoms of the forest that are here and there, not everywhere, but just enough of them so that it uh, makes this place really special. Here in Henry Cowell uh, Redwood State Park, we actually have seven locations where we have found albinos. Some people say there are only 25 albino redwoods in the world. Uh, some people say there are 50. My name is Dave Cutie. I'm a docent here at Henry Cowell Redwood State Park. We, we currently believe that they're an albino because they lack chlorophyll. They lack the green part of a leaf. It has to be a, a, a genetic mutant. Uh, redwoods are not diploid, or they don't have two chromosomes per trait, they have six, which means that they can have more hybridization, more, more differences. What you don't want in a forest is to have one kind of tree, uh, all the same, and they're all subject uh, to the same conditions. This, this demonstrates genetic diversity, and that's the strength of the redwood forest. As you're walking in the redwood forest, you look up and you say, my goodness, these things are amazing, and, and they are. And anybody who really questions it realizes that there's a lot of growth up there. Uh, and that's where the sun is, and that's the reason why the redwoods are so tall, is they're going up there to get sunlight. And that sunlight, combined with chlorophyll in the leaves, produces the sugars that keep this tree alive and, and make it grow. As you get down in the forest, there's not a lot of light. This is a very dark forest. Uh, traditionally, one of the, the darkest forests on Earth is a redwood forest. But if you look in the forest here, you probably won't find any baby redwood trees. They're pretty rare. They need a lot of light and water to, to germinate. And redwood forest is too dark. What the redwood tree does, is it grows shoots off the base of existing trees in this, from these burls or lignotubers. They get their food from the mother tree. It's, it's the mother, it's providing them energy and it allows them to grow. And if something happens to the mother tree, they can grow very fast because they've got the roots of that mother tree to grow from. So a albino redwood is a shoot off the burl. It's gonna get its energy just like all the others. It's gonna get enough energy to grow. Now, it probably won't get enough energy to get big, and in fact, we know that's true. Some people think of that as a parasitic arrangement. And 
You can think of it that way, but I prefer to think of it as a, a normal part of its biology. It, it's not a separate organism or separate tree. It's the same tree uh, offspring. It's just this offspring is the one that sits on the couch instead of going out and getting a job. We have behind me this group of brothers and sisters. These trees are all related. These are little cohorts here. They're struggling. They're struggling for the light. They're struggling to survive. It's sibling rivalry at its very best. And out of these little sprouts, for reasons that we don't really understand, there's this little mystery. Some of them come up pure white. The science has not caught up with this. We need somebody to really jump on this, take the genetics, do some work, and let's, let's find out what this is about. We haven't figured it out yet. Now, we don't tell just everyone about these. If I show you one, that means I think you're developed enough to have the responsibility of the knowledge as to where this thing is. Because the tendency of humans is to pluck and to pick. And if you told everyone you know, every a random group, they'll tear them apart. And they, and they have in some places in state parks. So, so it's a, it's a, there's a sense of trust. And the fact that we're even telling you, hmm? that we're even showing you and showing the outside world that these exist, means that we trust you all enough to have this information and not harm them. Because they will survive, they will survive if we let them survive.